podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Thanks for choosing this free Anfield Index podcast. If you'd prefer to listen to this or any of our other shows without adverts, then now's the time to check out Anfield Index Pro. With AI Pro, you can supercharge your entire listening experience. You'll not only get all of our podcasts without the ads, but you'll have them far faster with our quick publish feature available exclusively for subscribers. AI Pro also puts you in the heart of our sound studio with an option to listen to many of our shows live and interact with the podcasters in real time as the shows are recording. Upgrading couldn't be easier. AI Pro is available on all popular podcast platforms and we have our own apps for Apple and Android. Just head on over to AnfieldIndexPro.com and get started today. Hello and welcome to the Daily Red, your lunchtime catch-up on all things Liverpool FC on a Friday before we hit the weekend. Uh, England played last night, but who cares? Um, following on from yesterday's entirely amusing show, uh, I'm going to do South America today. We're going to have a look at the South American squads for Argentina, Bolivia, Brazil, Chile, Colombia, Ecuador, Paraguay, Peru, Uruguay, and Venezuela, and see if there's anybody who would be of interest. So we'll start with Argentina. We'll go alphabetically. Uh, None of the goalkeepers really would make sense for us. Defensively, I mean, Juan Voigt is decent, but he didn't do great when he was with Spurs. Montiel is a good right back. If we wanted a backup for Trent, he's not as good as Molina, but I think Molina's probably too good to be a backup. Nehuen Perez is an interesting centre-back. He might be somebody we'd look at. He's at Udinese now, having been at Atletico Madrid for a number of years. He's only 22. There's no one else really in that defensive group that would be of any interest to us. Uh, midfield-wise, Paredes and DePaul are probably too old. Ezekiel Palacios could be worth a look in that left-sided eight role. Thiago Almada is a very fun player, but he's a little bit too small and lightweight for my liking. Lacelso didn't work in the Premier League. Alexis McAllister is the obvious pick here among the midfielders. Super talented. More than proven in the Premier League. Could be your attacking midfielder or play as a deep-lying playmaker in a double pivot. Enzo Fernandez is obviously tremendous, but he's just gone to Chelsea, so we can rule him out. Emi Buendia is not good enough. Buenanote only just moved to uh, Brighton, so we can rule him out for the time being, but definitely one to keep an eye on, potentially, as a future right-winger. Uh, Valentin Carboni is an interesting player. At Inter Milan, only 18. Definitely one I think we might look at in the future. And the same goes for Maximo Perone, who will likely have nine loan spells from City over the next four years before moving on somewhere and showing what he can actually do. Uh, In terms of the attackers, Nicolas Gonzalez would make a lot of sense if we wanted to buy a backup right winger. He could be a, a good backup to Mo. Uh, if you wanted a backup out and out nine, maybe Giovanni Simeone, but unlikely that Napoli don't take up their uh, option to buy this summer. So Alexis is the standout name in terms of who's realistic and who would fit. Uh, but now in Perez, an interesting one. 
And Carbone is an interesting one. Uh, Bolivia. I'm going to guess none. There's two lads at Santos that are meant to be quite good, but I've never seen them play. Uh, other than that, I have no idea. So we'll move quickly past Bolivia with respect to the Bolivian national team. Uh, on to Brazil. We obviously own by far the best Brazilian goalkeeper. Uh, young Michael is meant to be very, very talented. I don't know if he's somebody that we might look at in the future um, as potentially like an Allison successor. He has been tagged as potentially Allison's successor at the national team level. Um, Edder Militao is not realistic. Renan Lodi's hit the skids massively. Emerson's not very good. Bremer's not very good. Roger Ibanez is, is interesting, and he's somebody I would be in favour of us looking at. Now, he might be a little bit short as a central defender, but he's also quite a good six. And I wouldn't be against the idea of getting him to play as a defensive midfielder. Um, Robert Renan, the young centre-back at Zenit St. Petersburg, really does look a big prospect. Only 19 and already in the national team squad. Uh, Casemiro, no, I still would take Lucas Paqueta. Uh, Andre from Fluminense, very, very good player. Andre Santos, Chelsea recently signed him. Joe Gomez, Wolves recently signed him. Rafael Viegan wouldn't be good enough for us. Uh, Vinicius is not realistic. Anthony is not good enough. If Rodrigo continues to struggle to lock down a spot at Real Madrid, he'd be somebody worth looking at. And Vitor Roque is the young striker that everybody's talking about. He might be somebody uh, worth consideration. On to Chile. Uh, none of the goalkeepers would make any sense for us. I don't really see it with any of the defenders. Defenders, Paolo Diaz is good, but he's 28 and still playing in South America. He's also only 5'10", so he's not going to be somebody that we'd look at. Um, I quite like Marcelino Nunes, who's at Norwich, but I think the step up would be far too drastic for him. Ben Brereton Diaz would have been a decent depth option in attack, but nothing more than that. And I don't really see anybody else there worth too much thought. Uh, on to the Colombian national team. None of the goalkeepers. Divas Vasquez is good, but I think Milan only bought him recently, didn't they? Yeah, then he bought him in January. Um... Lasumi's all right at Bologna, but I don't think he's good enough for us. Davinson Sanchez definitely isn't good enough for us. We'll move into midfield. I'm not seeing it. I've not seen anybody in midfield there who'd be worth our time. The the one who stands out is is Jan Duran, who signed for Aston Villa in January. We had been linked to him, um, but for whatever reason, decided not to make a move. One player who's not in this this squad but has been capped that I do think is worth keeping a close eye on is Yasser Espria at Watford. He really does look like he might be a big-time talent. Watford are very, very good at finding these 
South American players. And I think from what I've seen of him this season, he's already played like 30 games in the championship. He's pretty much an ever-present, or at least, you know, plays close to every game. Uh, He's definitely one who would be worth having a look at. Uh, Ecuador, the, the rising stars of South American football. Estupinen, I, I, I like. I think he's very good. Hincapié, I would definitely take. I think he could be a really good left-back. He can also obviously be the backup left-side centre-back. William Pacho would have been a really good get, but he's just signed for Eintracht Frankfurt. Joel Ordonez is very good. He's a club Bruges. He's only 19, 18 or 19. A little bit short for a Liverpool centre-back, but he's excellent. Uh, in midfield, Moises Caicedo is the obvious one here. Moises takes all the boxes for us. He is absolutely what we need in midfield. Um, Jeremos, Jeremy Sarmiento's really exciting as well from the, the right winger. He's still only 20. It's there's a lot of talent coming out of Ecuador right now. Like Gonzalo Plata is not even in the current squad. He's very good. So they're definitely one one country worth keeping a, a close eye on. Um, Paraguay. None of the goalkeepers. None of the defenders really make sense for us. I haven't seen enough of some of these midfielders, so I don't know. Diego Gomez is highly rated, but I haven't seen him play. Same goes for Matthias Galarza. He's really highly rated at Vasco da Gama, but I've not seen him. Um, Julio Enciso is super talented, the, the young Brighton forward. But he's still trying to make his way at Brighton, so let's leave him there. Uh, moving on to Peru. Again, none of the goalkeepers... Marcos Lopez is an interesting one. The left back. He's at Feyenoord. And he's looked pretty good when I've seen him for them. Don't know any of the midfielders other than Tapia, who's definitely not good enough for us. Don't know any of the forward players. So, no... Um, Marcos Lopez would be the only suggestion, but he would be strictly someone you're bringing in as a project. Uh, Uruguay, these will have a bunch. Uh, Santiago Mele could be an interesting backup goalkeeper. He's quite talented. Uh, Defensively, there's nobody really there. Uh, Joaquin Piqueres is is good. He's a left-back, can also play in midfield, but he's probably the third best Argent, um, Uruguayan left back. Uh, in midfield, Ugarte is the obvious standout because he he's realistic. He's definitely good enough and he fits a need. Fede Valverde would be the dream signing, but probably not realistic. Uh, and in terms of the attack, I do like Facundo Torres of Orlando City. I also like Matias Arezzo uh, at Penarol. 
he's been to Europe once already. It just didn't work out for him at Granada. And he's definitely someone I'd be in favour of us having a look at. Um, yeah, bunch of players there. And then we'll do Venezuela last. I'm guessing nobody, but that's largely down to my own ignorance more than anything. Um, there's the young midfielder at Sampdoria, but who knows? I'm just going to pass on that and say no. So, like, finding players for Liverpool is, is obviously difficult because they have to be of a certain standard unless, you know, unless there's something else going for them. Um, intangibles. Setting standards and such. Um, so, you do have to be careful. And I know there's a lot of people that say we should scout South America more, and we definitely should, but it's not as simple as just sending scouts down. You know, you've, you're scouting on a, on a curve because they're playing at one level. You're trying to visualize, could they play at a much higher level? And uh, it's not the easiest thing in the world. So we'll go to anfieldindex.com. We have three new articles on the website. Uh, Tony Evans's new piece is up. Uh, missing out on Bellingham could be a blessing. Uh, looking at the finances side, you know, and I am inclined to agree with what he's saying there. Uh, scouting report, Florian Verts, uh, written by David Davis. I would love us to get him. I think he is absolutely sensational. Like I said on Twitter, my dream midfield rebuild. Now, this is me dreaming. This is not me saying this is realistic. But, you know, people have said, oh, let's get Jude. Let's get, you know, Nunes and let's get Mount. And that's the new midfield group. And you put them with Fabinho and whatever else. Well, that's probably 220 million. And it's not ideal. It's not really balanced. Um, It would work maybe in a diamond to get those three in. But I was thinking, you know, if we could get Ugart for in and around 50, if we could get Caicedo, and even if you have to wait until January or next summer to get him, if you could just put something in place with Brighton now, I'd happily pay 80 million for him. I think he's that good. I think he's got that much talent and I think he fits what we need, and he's still so young. Gavi, who is out of contract this summer, and I'd be throwing an enormous free agent package at him, you know, bundle the Milner wages, the Ox wages, and the Cater wages if you need to, and just pay whatever it takes to get the kid, because he's that good. And then Florian Verts And... That, for me, in a box midfield or a diamond midfield or picking three of the four to play would be pretty much the perfect midfield. You add them to Thiago, Fabinho, if he sticks around another year, Besetic, uh, Curtis Jones, all of a sudden that's a real midfield group. You know, if you're lining up a first string three of... Let's say it's Verts, it's Caicedo and Gavi as your your starting three. And then you've got a depth three of Thiago, 
Fabinho and Ugart. And Ugart can play as an eight. So he could use play that left-sided eight role as well as the six role. Um, <clears throat> that's really strong. And then you're kind of cup three for the League Cup early rounds could be Curtis Besetic and Tyler Morton or something like that. And all of a sudden your midfield is rebuilt and it's cost less. Now, you'd need to be super aggressive and, and very lucky as well because the Gavi thing is not going to be an easy thing to do. But I think Verts is gettable. I I think Caicedo's gettable. It might just be that you have to wait a year and Ugart is definitely gettable. So yeah, I, I think Tony's right. I think you can spend the money in different ways and end up with a, a better group. Uh, Thia- the Return of Thiago, A New Hope, written by Stephen Smith. And that is our three pieces up. We have two new podcasts as well. Uh, Jim Boardman and Jay Reed back with a new Scouser Tommies. So do check that one. And there is a new Scouted. Myself and Carl had a look at what's left in the Champions League and then picked our teams to progress in the Europa League and Conference League as well. And that's all I've got for the day. So thank you as always for listening. I will see you Monday. Take care of yourselves. Bye-bye. We hope you enjoyed listening to this Anfield Index show. Please be sure to subscribe to our channel so future podcasts find their way to your device automatically. There's nothing quite like fan engagement, and we'd love to know what you think of anything discussed on this show. The best way to get in touch is over on our free Discord community, where both podcasters and listeners debate the hottest LFC topics 24-7. Sign up free now at anfieldindex.com forward slash discord. You won't regret it. You can also follow us on Twitter at Anfield Index and find us on Facebook by searching for Anfield Index. Oh, and before you go, we'd love it if you could leave us a five-star review on your favourite podcast app. It only takes a couple of seconds and it means the world to the people who create these free shows. Sports Social Podcast Network.